Hey everyone and welcome to season three of Age of Reason. Today with me is Jeremy Deschner from the Japan, uh, what is it, Japan Atheist Society, The Japan right? Atheist Society, right. And it's growing right now or what's happening? I'm telling you, um, I started it, you know, just because there was really no atheist groups that I could find in Japan and um, I started it with just me and a friend and now we've got like close to 200 people. Mm. So not everyone's only in Japan, a lot of them are. But uh, there's people from all over the world who are interested in like what it's like to be in Japan and be a free thinker, be an atheist. Um, they want to know, you know, what 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 we go through on a daily basis, and they want to see all the memes that we post and stuff like that. So if you're into it, look us up on Facebook and uh, come join. With the election coming up, actually, our next show will be after the election. Okay. So well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But um, I have to say, I see a lot of fallacies just flying around from both the right and the left right now. It's yeah. The 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 major one um, that I I can think of is people say, well, if you if you don't want for uh, if you vote for a third party candidate, mm, yeah. then you're voting for Trump. I don't really see that. And then also, I mean, right now, it's 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 an interesting point in the in the in the world because what's going to happen? I mean, we've gone. From President Bush, who was basically mentally impaired <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, a yeah, certain yeah. to a certain extent, right? That I didn't really, can't really think his way out of a paper bag. Then we got to Obama, who said he was going to do a lot of great things. You know, yes, we can. Uh, you know, he had all these great ideas forward. and promises. Yeah, forward. And, you know, it's kind of a dud. You know, yeah. He didn't, didn't really do anything. I mean, aside from Obamacare, which still has several flaws in it. Yeah. And then next. It's just like jumping out of the frying pan into the fire. Who's going to be next? We're going to a criminal, yeah, or someone's going to grab you on your pussy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Before we jump into the topics, I just want to plug in this this movie. Um, I hope it's not too shiny. Uh, maybe like this. Uh, it's about Tupac. It's called Thug Angel. Uh, there is another movie uh, uh, with him called Tupac Resurrection. I watched it, but mm -hmm. this movie is much much better. I recommend it. Okay. And, um, well, he died very young. Maybe, I think, 25 he was, if I'm not mistaken, when he was shot. 25 or 27. Something like yes, that. Yes, I can't remember. But uh, the song changes. Yeah. Uh, you know that song, right? Uh, I think it's most, maybe his most popular song. Uh, he was maybe 22 when he wrote that. Think about that. Yeah. He was just 22 when he wrote such a deep song about the American society. Right. And actually... So again, that, that song is from the early 90s. Now we're like 25 years later, and a lot of things have not changed since then, and that's very scary. Right. Like, black people still getting shot, uh, black people still getting arrested for having uh, weed or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just sad. It, it is sad. I mean, uh, there there's really hasn't been any changes. I mean, there's there's been small changes up to this point, but... If, if you look at the under, undercurrent, it's still like kind of still there. It's all all that racism and, yeah. and just being gross people and you know not not letting everyone have a fair shot. It's all yeah. it's all under there. It's just they try to change the packaging, but it's still there. Yeah, yeah. it's like the companies who change the name of sugar to, right. to hide it. But Something it's still fructose, sugar. yeah, or yeah, or, or, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's sugar basically. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that's that's that for that. Okay. So today we're gonna finish Exodus. We're gonna jump right. into Leviticus a little bit. Yeah. Then we're, we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna talk about this wonderful gentleman right here. I say wonderful with the sarcasm, of course. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna finish off with a video about political correctness because this topic is very very hot right now. 
and uh well maybe thanks to trump actually right but uh, not I, just him we it's, have our opinions on, on being pc i mean yeah. i i think you should be able to say what you want to say but you know when you when you say something a lot of people especially like people in america they always go oh i have freedom of speech you have you know you have to understand what freedom of speech means it mm. means you're not going to be arrested for what you say mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that i can't say something horrible to him and he turns right around punches me right in the nose mm. you know that's still a consequence of what i say i got to be able to to take the consequences for what i'm going to what i'm going to say right, right right let's jump into it so exodus this is the last one we finally finish exodus yay Thank all right God, so, i'm saying that sarcastically yeah all right, so this is uh, just the last one, construction of the tabernacle. Uh, then Moses said to the people of Israel, See, the Lord has called by my name Bezalel, the son of Uri, son of Hur of the tribe of the Judah, and he has filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill, with intelligence, with knowledge, and with all craftsmanship, to devise artistic designs, to work in gold, blah, 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 blah. Okay, we actually talked about that before, I think. But this idea that God magically infuses you with abilities and now you, you're suddenly some kind of master designer. Architect, like right. George Costanza yeah. from Seinfeld, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, so you know, suddenly you can, you can just build stuff. Uh, but why does he, he do that to everyone? Wouldn't everyone benefit from, from being infused with some kind of talent? Um, there's arguments to say that people are, right? Right. But I mean, I, I think it's also necessity is plays a part in that you, you know you need to have something built so you have to figure out how to build it mm. yeah it, they figured out how to do irrigations because they needed to, to water crops sure you know, the, sure it, otherwise it, it wouldn't be a reason for them to do it yeah yeah but this is dumb because like <laughs> <laughs> this is a tabernacle a tabernacle or i guess like a basically what we would call a church today yeah yeah uh, they they tell you all this information in here, how it was built, what what kind of nails to use, right. you know, what kind of wood to use, right. and blah blah blah. It's a bunch of shit, and it's not there anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. But the pyramids, they just made them out of rocks, you know, no, and they're still around. They've been around for oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they were around long before even Jesus was like supposedly oh, yeah. born. Yeah. 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 So, but if this was like God inspired, well, how come this hunk of shit uh, tabernacle is still not there? Right. Right. And also, like, the, just kind of side point, I guess, but the, the whole thing about the churches, right? I mean, okay, nice architecture, you know, but what is it used for, though? Is it really used to house the poor like it was promised in the book? No. Not really, no. And then also, they spend millions and millions of dollars making these giant churches, like yes. mega churches, I think is what they're called. And then if you walk just across the street, there's people outside starving to death. Yeah. Yeah, which, you know, I, I don't... I don't think they get the point of their own book. Yeah. My, you know, they, sh they should take all that money and invest that back into society, right? That's, that's They're not paying taxes on it. Do something yeah. good with it. Yeah. Right. And some do, okay? Like, it's not like not all of them hoard the money, but a, a lot of them do. And that's, that's the point. That's the tragedy of the whole thing. Yeah. I think a, a lot of them, a lot of them don't as well. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, that, that, they, they got that money from their people. And then they spent it basically on themselves to make their, their place look dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I, I shared a link, I think, last month uh, on your page. Uh, mm -hmm. this, this guy who bought a, a fucking Boeing 747 jet. To, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, really? Can you imagine how much it costs? And yeah. charity money paid for that. Well, Jesus doesn't fly commercial. Yeah, he yeah. Needs, he, needs his own, he needs his own jet. Yeah. Yeah. 
because like his superpowers don't you know let him fly i think if you're if you're using charity money and you can afford a, a 747 uh you're a crook yeah you're not doing charity right yeah yeah you're charity you're charitying wrong yeah <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah all right okay exodus uh finished well, let's just, uh, one, one last cool but, part yeah. about Exodus is at the end of this, they make the Ark of the Covenant, which leads into Indiana Jones. <laughs> right, right. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're moving on to Exodus. Uh, we're moving on from Exodus into Leviticus. Yeah. One of the most horrible, horrible books of the Bible altogether, right? It's caused so much pain and trouble for people, even in the world today. Yeah. Because yeah. of the fucking book called Leviticus. Yeah. So let's dive into this piece of let's shit. Let's dive yeah. in, yeah. It's talking about the death of, uh, forgive me if I get these names wrong, Nadab and Ebihu. Ebihu. Abihu. Abihu. Sorry. So basically these guys were sons of Aaron, which is like the brother of Moses, Moses right? Moses, yeah, yeah. So they were, they were fucking around one day and they went into the tabernacle that, that I guess got built in Exodus and then they made an unauthorized fire. Mm. So... God got pissed off that they made a they made a fire in his house, so he made the fire magically leap out of the cauldron or whatever mm -hmm. and get on them and burn them to a crisp. So right. they died because they made unauthorized fire inside the tabernacle. Yeah. Then Moses comes up and goes, "Hey guys, <laughs> um, God told me the reason that they they were all burned up is because he needs to be glorified in front of uh, in front of the people and and what else did they say? Oh, he needs to be like, I will be glorified, sanctified, and sanctified." And I'm number one. So yeah. if you don't like what I say, I'll burn you to death. Right, right. Yeah. So once again, um, God uses fear and threat of torture and a painful death to try to control people. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, nice yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, very. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. Leviticus goes on with more, more crazy stuff. I think he just throws things in there, you know, just to, just to like make sure you remember that he will burn you up alive. Yeah. Yeah. Like remember that like, he's at the top. Yeah. Always. He's right. at the top and if you don't if you if you even want to like come up close to where he is, he'll jack you. Right. He'll, he'll kiss you on fire and, and he'll burn you alive. Right. Okay, then they go into more nonsense about like what kind of animals you can eat. Right. There's, right. So this is completely where it goes off the rails. It's yep. completely unscientific and it just yep. like starts saying <laughs> saying that like, you can eat this but you can't eat this. You can eat this but you can't eat this. Yeah. So just to like um I guess Cut to the cut to the bone, and let's just talk about the dumbest thing that they say. They said you can eat animals that have a split hoof mm. and that chew their cud, mm -hmm. and then if you go down a little bit and look at what they say, you cannot eat a rabbit or a hare, yeah, the yeah. hare, because the rabbit chews its cud and does not have a split hoof. Okay, well, first rabbits don't chew their cud, yeah, and rabbits don't have hooves, yeah. Yeah, so whoever wrote this book had never seen a rabbit yeah. before. Yeah, <laughs> that's apparently. right. Yeah, so I, I don't understand. Like, they, they completely, like, swing and a miss on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, they said you can, you can, you cannot eat camels. Yeah. And you cannot eat rock badgers. Right. Who's running out eating rock badgers? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's ridiculous. At the very end of this part, they say the pig is unclean, the swine. Yes. You cannot eat the swine. That's why for, for Jews in Israel, right, yeah. it's kind of a really huge insult when, for example, some Muslims would go in, uh, decapitate a, a, a pig, and, and just kind of plaster the pig, pig heads on some kind of temples. They do that. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the whole thing about Christianity is 
You can't eat pork, and you got to cut the end of your dick off. Yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Where do I sign up? Yeah. <laughs> Magic? Hmm. But the thing is, like, um, I think back in those days, what they were worried about was trichinosis, hmm. which is an infection, a, a parasite infection of meat, because uh, pigs eat everything. They're omnivores. Sure, sure, And sure. they go around eating garbage, and they'll eat infected meat, and that trichinosis worm will get inside their muscle, and when you eat it, it can go inside your muscles too. Right, right, right. right. And then you'd then you'd have it for the rest of your life, and apparently it, they get in your joints, and it's really painful. And uh, but now we have like regulated, you know, production oh, of yeah. meat. There's there, even though I don't really agree with corporate farming, but yeah. it, one one good point about it is that it's regulated to a certain extent, right? Yeah. So trichinosis isn't really a, a big issue in. In most countries, like well, countries like America, like Japan, you can just you can basically just you know cook the meat. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "Speak to the people of Israel, saying, If a woman conceives and bears a male child, then she shall be unclean seven days. As at the time of her menstruation, she shall be unclean. And on the eighth day, the flesh of the of his foreskin shall be circumcised." So we're talking about the baby's, uh, baby's skin here. Yeah, cutting his dick off. Right. Cutting the end uh, of his dick off. Then she shall continue for 33 days in the blood of her purifying. She shall not touch anything holy, nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purifying are completed. But if she bears a female child, then she shall be unclean for two weeks. As in her menstruation, she right. continue in the blood. So again, the, 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 the uh, baby girl yeah. is worth half of uh, the baby boy. Oh, girls are that's bad. Great. Yeah, that's, right. that's what they want to they show you in the Bible is that girls are bad and right. they're unclean and they're yep. dirty. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I grew up with brothers, man. You know, they're, they're, they're the dirtiest people yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're gross. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, really, what did they know about women's menstruation back then? I mean, yeah. They just they just saw it and didn't understand it, so they started making shit up about right, it. Right, right. It's par for the course. Um, thirty three days, huh? You yeah. Can't, you can't mess around for thirty three days, or yeah. That's kind of kind of rough. Yeah. But I guess back in those days, they had more than one wife, right? Because the guy could get married many times. Yeah. So like, if this one was down for the count, <laughs> <laughs> then they could just go go off with this some other, servant. Yeah, or... some servant, and, you know, and then. They can do whatever they want with her, as long as they don't shoot their load on the ground. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah of Because that guy um, got killed by God yes. because he shot yeah. it on the curtains. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think when we look at it from our perspective now, uh, one man, one wife, or you know, couples are, are one one person and another person. Mm -hmm. But back then, it could be one dude, right? And, and many 30, 40, 50 other yeah, yeah, other yeah. people who he could put his dick in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit different perspective. Yeah, hmm. different times. Different times. All right, laws about leprosy. That's that's one for you there at the bottom. Okay, so this is hopping around a bit. So we started off with uh, what you can eat, what you can't eat. Yep. Fake facts about rabbits. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dirty but, girls. Yep. And then now we're jumping into leprosy. So if you get a pimple in the old days, <laughs> it says it right here. If you have a swelling or an eruption or a spot, it turns out to be a case of leprosy on the body. Uh, they got to bring that dude in front of Aaron, who's the priest, mm -hmm. and Aaron's got to look at his pimple. Mm -hmm. And then if, if he thinks the infection is below the skin, I don't know how he determines that, yeah. but if he thinks it's below the skin, then he's got to banish him outside of the outside of the camp, right? Right. But at the 
if he thinks the infection is just in the skin, yeah. then he can lock him away for seven days to see if his hair turns white and to yeah. see if his, he gets glassy-eyed. Yeah. Then, if they determine you have leprosy, you've got to cover your lip, your, your upper lip, and you've got to let your hair hang loose, and you've got to wear torn clothes and walk around shouting, Unclean, unclean, I am unclean. Right, 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 right. That's the next page, right. Yeah, I'm, correct. Just, I'm jumping around here because it's, it's correct, a correct. bunch of ridiculous shit in here. But, but my, my main point there, yeah. before you comment, uh, why do they have to bring him in front of Aaron, who, who is a priest? Aaron is not a doctor. I yeah, don't know. Wait, does Aaron get to does Aaron get to choose? I mean, that's kind of gross. Hey, Aaron, check out this honker's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap, man! I was having lunch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get it away from me. Yeah. Check out this gross guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I want to sit down to enjoy my. Uh, did Aaron? Did Aaron ask to do that? Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's ridiculous. Did he volunteer. Right? Yeah. I mean. And then what about the guy? He, he, he doesn't have any choice. He gets locked away for seven days because Aaron yeah. can't make up his mind. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it doesn't say whether they, they, how they treated him while he's locked away. Right, I'm sure it right. wasn't nice. Yeah. And, you know, then he says if his hair gets yellow or if his hair becomes white, then they determine that he has a leprous disease. Right. So, and then he has to walk around on the street. I'm, I'm unclean. I'm, I'm unclean. Hi. How are you? I'm clean. How are you? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just ridiculous. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this is, once again, it's subjugating people instead of like caring for them. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, trying yeah. To, well, Why don't you get God's magic to heal them? Right. He's going around healing lepers later in this book. Yeah, Jesus was healing the blind, apparently. So, I mean. Yeah. Like, and then also, he, he, I guess he healed lepers too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then, uh, why, why don't they just help him out now? What about this unclean fella? Yeah. <laughs> Poor fella. Poor fella. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. So next right, next one. Next we uh, hop into the good one. We're jumping into laws for cleansing houses. Mm. Yeah. So the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, When you come into the land of Canaan, which I give you for a possession, and I put a case of leprous disease in a house in the land of your possession, then he who owns the house shall come and tell the priest, there seems to be some kind of some kind of disease in my house. Then the priest shall come and the, and then empty the house and blah blah blah. The funny thing is for me, the Lord says, "I put a case of leprous disease in the house." Yeah. So He puts it there. Yeah, He's doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. What a dick. <laughs> so like, yeah. And then what what happened to all those rules before? So. What about the ones I just read where he has to take the guy in front of Aaron to look at his sores? Right. And then this guy just has has a disease put in his house by a magical creature? Yeah. Fuck, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I hate this book. Yeah. <laughs> I really hate this book. Indeed. Okay. All right. Is the next one the bodily discharges? Yes. Probably. Next one we go into loads. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. So this next part is dedicated to future President Trump. Mm. <laughs> so this talks about what to do if a guy shoots his load on stuff. Yeah. So uh, this is really, really funny. Listen, listen to this. So the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, speak to the people and tell them that a man has any discharge from his body. His discharge is unclean. Yeah. Don't touch the load, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with Aaron? He's looking at pimples and he's going around poking people's yeah. loads. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it goes on further to say that w when a, when a discharge runs out of a man's body or he's backed up, 
he is unclean. Yeah. And if he ever nuts on a bed, yeah, uh, the the discharge shall be unclean. And if anyone sits on that bed, they're unclean. God, yeah. this is so gross. Like some guy's just like jizzing all over the place, <laughs> and then someone's running over there to sit in it. <laughs> what the fuck is going on in this stupid book? Okay. So it, uh, it just it goes on and on and on talking about how you have to be rinsed with water and uh, you have to wash your clothes and any any earthen vessel I guess like any, if he jizzes on <laughs> plates I don't know yeah yeah, yeah. so he he washes his own clothes then he bathes bathes his body in fresh fresh water and and he shall be clean and on the eighth day he shall take two turtle doves or two pigeons. And come before the Lord to the entrance of the tent of meeting come and the give Lord. them to the priest. And the priest shall use them, one for a sin offering and the other one for a burnt offering. Th this is so fucked up. I mean, yeah, <laughs> poor birds. So you jizz first, then you need to take a bath. Then yeah. you have to wait a week. Right. And then birds have to die. Yeah, great. What kind of logic is that? I hate this book. I yeah. swear I hate this book. It's so dumb. And then, like, people re actually read this and then they want to run their lives and they want to run our government and they want to run, yeah. like, make laws based on this retarded bullshit. Yeah. Ugh. Horrible. It's ridiculous. And from one horrible thing, we're going to jump into another horrible thing and talk about, about Ronald Reagan. Oh, so it gets worse. <laughs> so I found this uh, paper and I will give all the links in the description so you can check it out. I don't know, this is a bit small to see, especially for people on Facebook right now. I'm going to try to... Okay, there we go. It's a logo of Reagan and Bush running in the 80s. So that was the first time he was elected. Right. And at the bottom of the logo there, you can read it there eventually, it says, let's make America great again. Where have I seen that? Yeah, um... I think I've read that once or twice on a couple yeah. t-shirts, maybe a couple hats. Yeah, just recently. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He was, of course, an actor. Uh, then he was a GE, GE, right? GE spokes, spokesman. Right. Kind of advert man. Yeah. Uh, then he was uh, president of the uh, Actors Guild for a while. And then he was governor of California. Yeah. And eventually he ran for president and uh, won. So interesting, interesting facts about Reagan. Yeah. Um, when he was when he was in charge of the Actors Guild, the Screen yeah. Actors Guild, SAG, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was during the McCarthy era. So mm -hmm. if you if you are you familiar with the McCarthy Not era? Much. So back in the fifties, I but think it was, was very anti-communist. It was anti yeah. anti-communist, and and very much very similar if you think about it to the Salem witch trials. Mm -hmm. So if I go, oh that that guy's communist, oh that guy's communist, yeah, they yeah. would become investigated, and they're basically they wouldn't get burned up like the Salem witch trials, but their life would be ruined. Yeah. So you could lose your your like livelihood, job. you could job, your your house if you had a mortgage, you, you, that could all be taken away from you just because someone made a baseless accusation against you saying this guy's a communist. So Reagan, what he did is he used that I guess crazy atmosphere to to benefit himself. So as as the president of the Screen Actors Guild, if anyone he didn't like or if anyone was a challenge to him to get a movie role, or you know anyone he didn't like, he would just whisper, "Hey, communist," mm. and then that person would be investigated, and, and then basically their life would be ruined. He did that to a lot of people. You know, this is such an interesting point for me because everything that America was saying back then about mm. the USSR, right? America was doing the exact same thing back home. Right, that's witch true. hunting, communists. Okay, the communists in the USSR were hunting more kind of 
gays or atheists or yeah. people who were not communists, kind of the opposite. Right, right. But it's just so fucked up. Like everything that the U.S. did not want to become, it's slowly becoming. Well, it, it huge is, it's, defense spendings. Yeah. Just crazy. It's I mean, become that. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing when people make the argument of like, why did we leave England to, to make America? Mm. Oh, because we're being oppressed and there's all this religious bullshit. Well, kind of. That's what's happening now too, mm, mm, right? Mm. So let's go back on Reagan. So yeah. another thing about Reagan, yep. uh, people who claim, oh, this guy was the greatest president ever. Yes. That was an asshole. And um, anyone who has uh, somebody in your family that's been affected by AIDS would, would agree with that mm -hmm. because during, the, during his presidency, he basically ignored the AIDS epidemic yeah. until it got to rampant yeah, where like yeah. hundreds of thousands of people are dying. On his watch. Then he finally got around to saying, oh, okay, maybe we should do something about this. But before that, you can go back on YouTube and watch video clips of, like, press conferences where his, his secretary of state and uh, people who worked under him were were laughing about about AIDS. Yeah, like the gay plague. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the guy goes, uh, asks, one guy asks, hey, um, are you guys going to address this issue? And he's like, why, do you have AIDS? Right. How how fucking stupid is that kind yeah. of attitude towards a, a devastating disease at the yeah. time? I mean, now you can live with it. It's not a death sentence anymore. But yeah, yeah. back in the 80s, getting AIDS or becoming HIV positive meant a death sentence. I think for, for a lot of people, it still is, especially like in Africa. Yeah, in Africa. No access, yeah. right? So No access to drugs. But mm. I mean, but still, a nonchalant, cavalier attitude towards thousands and thousands of people who yeah. are... Dying painful deaths, I, I find that disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found this this chart here. Okay, this is very small to see. You will not see that on the screen. I will post the link. Uh, but uh, okay, maybe I should switch to here. Uh, okay, th this is the li list of uh, presidents ranked. Uh, some of them, anyway. It's not all of them. Yeah. And uh, okay, what is this? Is the presidential scholars ranking of top presidents? Data from 2014, so it's not that long ago. Survey of the American Political Science Association's President's Ex Executive Polit Politics Section. Wow, it's such a long title. Uh, a lot of those people, by the way, for me, just a bunch of wankers. They have nothing to do with their time. Yeah. They, I have no idea how they ranked this because at the top you got Lincoln and then second is Washington. But Truman is sixth on this list and he was a dick, yeah. that guy. Yeah, he basically decided to, to nuke Japan. Yeah. And he knew what was going to happen. Yeah. He knew that, that you were going to kill hundreds of thousands of innocent people. Civilians. Civilians, yeah. not military targets. Yeah. Right? It's, it's collateral damage. He knew that. Yeah. Yeah. They may not have known about the radiation and what was going to happen with all that, but still, he made the decision to kill 100,000 civilians yeah. with one bomb. We'll get to Truman eventually as we wind down our uh, reviews of presidents. I want to also add, even yeah. on here at the very top of the list, Lincoln. Of course, yeah. Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation and freed the slaves. However, he wasn't a perfect guy. He did not agree with, uh, with that black people should have the vote. Mm -hmm. He didn't agree that they should have equal rights. Mm -hmm. So he, he was on the right path. You know, okay, let's give them freedom, but not 100% freedom. Yeah, 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 you know, they're, yeah. still, they're still not as good as us. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people overlooked that. Yeah, that's true. And Reagan is, I, I don't know, it's hard to count here, but maybe he's number 10. But that is way too high. Yeah. Okay. So he illegally supplied arms to both sides of the Iran-Iraq war. Uh, this is well known. Um, 
the the war itself was a total catastrophe on for both countries there. Yeah. But he supplied weapons to to both sides. So well, can I jump in here? Yep. So basically, later when they started to try him, he was he actually was a sitting president who went on trial mm -hmm. for crimes, mm -hmm. and um, he was already starting to like uh, lose his mind because he had Alzheimer's disease, right? Yeah, yeah. And he started going, "Oh, I don't remember what happened. I don't remember what happened." And at that point. I don't know why, but they just let him continue being president, mm. even though he clearly was not functioning functioning in, 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 a, in a sound, healthy way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, basically, he said he forgot what happened, yeah. so he didn't go to jail or, you know. How do we know it's true, though? I mean, really. I mean, it's easy to say, oh, well, I can't remember, you know, like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> it's like in Japan, whenever they do a crime, they go, oh, I was drunk. Yeah. And then that automatically get, lets you free. Oh, he was drunk. He was, you know, yeah. didn't mean to murder all those people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, Reagan caved into the demands of terrorists many times. Yeah. Uh, he blamed Carter for being weak, but he was not much better, actually. Yeah. Uh, the terrorists in Lebanon, uh, he, uh, uh, he traded hostages for weapons to Iran. Uh, he caved in again when uh, the, uh, in Beirut, the Marines were killed, 2000, uh, 2000, no, 241 Marines were killed. Yeah. He responded by pulling everybody out of the country, and this is exactly what the terrorists wanted, actually. Right. He supported the violent overthrow, overthrows of uh, democratically uh, elected governments. Uh, he supported the uh, Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan Contras, of course. That was a big, big thing, I think, for him in yeah. his presidency. At first, people didn't know. Right. But when they found out, it was like just the biggest scandal ever. Right. And, uh, well, the funny thing is, so the Contras, uh, there is this meme flying about on, on, on the Internet, and it's, uh, it says it's a picture from 1985. It's Reagan in the White House with four kind of Taliban people, but they're not Taliban. That's the first lie in that meme. Okay. They're the Muhajin or something like that. Right. But the text says they are the moral equivalent of our founding fathers. Okay, again, this is a lie. He did not say it about them. He right. said it about the Contras. Okay. They were the moral equivalent of our founding fathers. But these are the people who were kidnapping people in Nicaragua, who were executing civilians, who were torturing civilians, who were raping civilians, etc., etc. Nice folk, in other way. Yeah, in not, other words. not a good track record. No. Yeah. Because of kind of multiple failures, military failures in the early 80s, uh, he wanted the U.S. military to regain some kind of, I don't know, what do you call it, some uh, fame around the world or something like that. Right. So he invaded Grenada, a tiny island right. of 100,000 people, completely unnecessary war right. on every department. Uh, it was a joke of a war, actually, because you got the American army versus basically farmers with, with guns. Right, right, right. And, like, uh, I think 200 medals were handed out, like, for bravery. And what, what bravery? What world are you living in? Right. So, basically, they just attacked civilians who had no military training yeah. and, and just slaughtered them. Yeah. And then get medals for that. Right. That's ridiculous. And uh, the funny thing is, so this, this particular uh, movement in Grenada was not a good movement, okay? Right. But it seized power in 1979. Mm -hmm. America invaded in 1983. So if we were so concerned about Grenada, 
why didn't he go in back then, in the right now, in, in while he was elected, you know? Right, right, right. He waited because he needed to save face for a failure, actually, probably in Lebanon. So, Very true. Of course, there was a war in Afghanistan. Right. Uh, the USSR went in uh, and the Americans went in. But the Americans went in in a way that they were supplying weapons to the Mujahideen, mostly. Right. Taliban, Al-Qaeda later. Well, I'll call it they became, became that, later. yeah. Right. Uh, I think, for me, the, the Afghanistan, again, is a perfect example of repeating a mistake. Yeah. For the Russians, it was a, it was a catastrophe there. Mm -hmm. And America then went in under Bush. Right. In the exact same shithole right. that the USSR spent like 10, 10 years in, roughly. Well, I mean... It this is probably a whole other show, but if you look at the history of Afghanistan, this probably hasn't changed much in the last fuck, thousand years. Yeah. So, I mean, th their, their lifestyle is about the same as well. Yeah. Every country that's ever invaded them has failed. Yeah. And it, it just becomes a mess. I think in the USSR's case, it just became so expensive they had yeah, to pull yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we're seeing with the U.S. as well right yeah. now. It's getting so fucking expensive yeah. that we can't sustain this war. Yeah. It's ridiculous to sustain it, you know. And also, what's the point? I mean, what do you, well, what they want is they want the drugs. That's where yeah, a lot of the world's yeah. opium comes from, and opium makes a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Reagan supported the racist apartheid government in South Africa. Big one, yeah, that's a big um, one. He uh, he wanted he opposed actually any uh, sanctions on South Africa, and Congress has to had to overturn that veto. Right. I didn't even know they could do that, but. Probably the first time in history. Probably, yeah, yeah. As far as I know. If I'm wrong, write us an email. Sure, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so he supported brutal dictators in the world as long as he didn't consider them communists. And that comes back to what you were talking about. Right. So he was really kind of, not just him, yeah. but his cabinet also. Well, his generation, they're, they're, those people all hated communism. Yeah. Well, because they didn't understand it. They they feared it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And And... Everything for them is raw, raw bullshit and a yeah. uh, god and country, you know. They, but they can't think around, you know, why, why, why would these people choose communism over yeah. this? Uh, he supported Saddam Hussein. He supported Iran. We talked about that. He supported the Philippine dictator uh, Marcos. Marcos. Uh, he supported uh, the brutal regime in El Salvador and Guatemala. Uh, in Guatemala, there was a coup that was not expected by America, but it still happened. And just because uh, the dictator there, Rios Montt, was, was his name, uh, he basically said, well, I'm, I'm anti-communist. Right. And that was good enough for Reagan. Yeah, he oh, jumped in there. Yeah. please, so please have our money. And, and our guns. Yeah. yeah. So he, he got supported by U.S. and Israel, and that resulted in the Mayan genocide when uh, 200,000 people were just murdered by, by the government. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sick. Yeah, it just took took them all out and just killed them. Yeah, two hundred thousand people. Yeah, that's a, that's the size of a town. Oh yeah. Yeah, a, a big town. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there there's a couple of movies about that. I can't remember the titles, but maybe you can you can find them up. Uh, Reagan's administration had more documented corruption than any president in U.S. history. At least one hundred thirty-eight were investigated. And um, there's a funny point here. I think it made. Um, some people might claim that, well, you know, they were just investigated, you know, not con most of them were not convicted. Right, right. But 
just the fact that you are investigated is already kind of a red flag. Most people are well, not investigated. A sitting president. Yeah. A sitting president and his staff is being investigated. That's, that says a lot. Yeah. Other, other crazy shit that they did is they had astrologers. Oh, yeah. They had psychics come to the, come to the White House. Yeah, because Na- Na- Ray- Na- Nancy was huge into that, Yeah, right? she was into, like, woo-woo bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she had, like, what was that lady's name? I can't remember her name. But she she would predict, like, 100,000 things. Mm-hmm. And then, like, four things, of, like, out of all the things that she, she predicted, like, maybe four just by chance <laughs> came true. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, there's going to be an earthquake somewhere. Or, oh, there's going to be a plane <laughs> crash somewhere. And then once it happened... She's like, oh, I predicted that. Right. It's just like, you know, if you throw spaghetti against the wall, eventually something's going to stick. Yeah. Yeah. And she just, her, her psychic abilities were no better than chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was invited back and forth to the White House all the time. Yeah. Reagan set uh, records for budget deficits. Uh, he was criticizing Carter all the time for leaving a 50 billion deficit. But Reagan's own deficit exceeded 200 billion. So yes. he tripled the national debt in only eight years. Well, that's thanks to Reaganomics. We're going to talk about that very soon. Yes. Uh, Reagan's economic policies put millions of Americans out of work. When he took office in 1981, unemployment was 7.5 and dropping. But within a few years, uh, the unemployment exceeded 10%. Yeah. Well, what happened in in that time is a lot of factories decided to go overseas. Right. And a lot of uh, American American people lost their jobs because because the factories left. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Reagan didn't give a shit about that. So, like, if you look at some of the scores, like uh, the the top one percent, their income actually grew during his presidency by a certain percent. But the people who are in poverty actually got worse into poverty yes, yes. and you know that he he was taking care of his friends he was, he was giving everybody else up here at the top end handouts and completely ignoring which we'll talk about in a minute yeah, even like the mentally yeah. health uh, mental uh, mentally ill people yeah poor people anyone who didn't fit in his little uh group of friends yeah, yeah, yeah. got completely ignored and pushed down he deregulated the uh, savings and loan industry uh, and he changed the tax code, and that, as a result, cost taxpayers 150 billion. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Uh, Reagan robbed, the, <laughs> robbed. I like the ter- terminology here. He robbed the Social Security Trust Fund to pay for his budget shortfalls. Yep. He cut the taxes for the rich, but when the uh, budget became too small, he he basically had to cut other departments here and there. So Department of Education, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, environment. I'm pretty sure he was not big on that. And other departments. But not the military. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, not the military. That's yeah. that's holy. Yeah. He kept just throwing money in there. Yeah. AIDS epidemic. He very much ignored that. And uh, it was kind of funny for me because if you just go back a few months, this makes me actually so angry because there is so much evidence right now about Hillary Clinton being such a rotten candidate. And people just go, ah, pfft. It's it's nothing. Look at Trump. He's just he's just an asshole. He's an asshole. He is but, an asshole. But he, I, I, I bet he probably has not done you know half the criminal things that she's done. Yeah. But I I, I don't want either one of them to be president. Exactly. Fuck both of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you know they're saying he's horrible, and they're they're painting this this holy picture of her. Even look at this headline right here in this article. I'm not thrilled with Hillary Clinton. Here's 22 reasons why I'm voting for her. 
despite my misgivings about Hillary Clinton, I will be voting for her without reservation. Oh, come on. You got two choices. You got a bucket of diarrhea and a bucket of shit. Yeah. Which one do you Which want? Which one do you want? Yeah. yeah. Both are horrible. She said a couple of months ago, and I quote, it may be hard for your viewers to remember how difficult it was for people to talk about HIV AIDS back in the 1980s. And because of both President and Miss Reagan, in particular Mrs. Reagan, we started a national conversation when nobody before was to talk about it. Nobody wanted anything to do with it. Whoops. Yeah, that's completely a lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They ignored the AIDS epidemic up until it was so much in their face yeah. that they absolutely had to talk about it. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have just been happy to let, oh, let's let those faggots die. Yeah, you know, yeah, that was yeah. their attitude. They, they don't look at those people and say, oh, these are, are human beings that, yeah, uh, that yeah, have yeah. families, that have, you know, that have loved ones. Yeah. They're just like, oh, we don't agree with their lifestyle. That's a that's a gay plague. Right. That's a gay plague. And then they were joking around. Oh, do you have it? Oh, yeah. do you you must you must love dicks or something? Yeah. yeah. yeah and then yeah. you know, childish bullshit. When they, when he's spending money on on military stuff that we don't need, he's he's stealing money from Social <laughs> Security, and then he he didn't even care enough about the American people yeah. to keep jobs in, yeah. in America, and now he's letting a segment of America suffer just, just die, and yeah. die ridiculously. Yeah. I agree, yeah. Asshole. He was also responsible for union busting, which is very important these days. And it, it, it's very important in, in many countries, actually. I think it's kind of a domino effect. Right. Many people, even in Japan, I think, right. they're shit scared to go on strike. Right. When the conditions, I mean, come on, let's face it, the working conditions in Japan could be a lot better. Well, here in Japan, they have this thing called karoshi, which is basically death by overworking. Mm -hmm. So um, it's it's been in the news quite a bit recently. There's there was a young girl, very pretty girl, uh, 24 years old. She graduated from Tokyo University, oh, which I is an Ivy League that. school, yeah. and she ended up working for a company. Uh, can we say the name of the company, or should we avoid that? Probably can say it. Okay, so she said she worked for this company called Densu, which is a, a giant company that does a lot of commercials. Uh, they do advertising uh, for you know big companies like car companies and you know anything that basically is on TV goes through them. So she was working um, her regular hours. So let's say she was working 40 hours a week plus 130 extra hours mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. month. 130 extra hours a month. And she was 24. Right. And out of that 130 extra hours, you know how much she got paid? Zero. Right. She didn't right. get paid for that time. Right. She was basically getting up in the morning, going to work, working all day until late at night, coming home, sleeping for a couple hours, just so she could get up in the morning and go back to work. Right. And no days off. Just yeah, keeps yeah, going. Yeah. Eventually, the poor, kid, the poor kid broke down and, and ended up killing herself. Yeah. So yeah. that brought it into the forefront. And, uh, you know, not having unions and not having uh, labor laws, that's what happens when you don't, when you don't regulate that kind right, of stuff. Right. These, these, these companies go nuts and take they, they, they take advantage of, yeah. of people. Oh, you can't do better. And if you try to strike... <laughs> Well, you're just going to be, you know, unemployable. You're not going to yeah. be able to pay your rent. You're going to be on the streets. Yeah, they you use know? fear. They fear use fear. To control. Whip, yeah. whip. You know? And that that started in Reagan. That started in Reagan's uh, uh, presidency. Yeah. Uh, so there was this um, union actually of uh, professional air traffic controllers, Patco, and they actually supported him during his uh, yeah. election bid, and uh, so they went on strike and they were demanding better conditions. Right. 
And they thought, because they supported him during the election, they thought that, well, he's gonna be kind to us. And he was like, fuck you guys. Yeah. If you don't show up to work in 48 hours, you're fired. He fired all of them. And he fired all of them. Yeah. How dangerous is that? Air traffic Very. controllers. Yeah. All you guys with 20 years experience, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. And then all these new guys come in. Yeah. Yeah. The army had to come yeah, in, yeah, but, but the, the army <clears throat> is like, you know, they still need the training time. It's not like... Uh, well, it could be some 18-year-old kid who just yeah. who just got out of, you know, AIT. Yeah. He doesn't have any experience, but they just fired a guy yeah. who had 19, 20 years experience yeah. and was really good at his job. Yeah. Yeah. And the union, the union thing, so what, what happened in, in, is that at the height of the uh, U.S. power, U.S. growth, I should say, nearly 40% of the workers were unionized. Now it's only 7%. Right. So if you're really looking for the cause of the problem, this, this is a, Reagan was it. Yeah, totally. Now we're going to reach the mentally ill people. So uh, when he was governor of California, he signed a Lanterman Petris Short Act. And basically what it is in a nutshell is they kicked the mentally ill out of the hospitals and made it harder for them to get back in should they, should they need again. Right. All people who had mental issues, why don't we just put them on the street? That'll be fine. Yeah. They don't have anywhere to go, and, yeah. and they're already bonkers, right? So yeah. they, they, you put them out on the street, they're just going to get more stressed out. They're not going to have access to the medicine they need. Oh, yeah. They're not going to have access to health care that they need. And, you know, that could lead to more crimes. That could lead to just, you know, if a person's mentally unstable, they don't necessarily know what they're doing is wrong. They, yeah, don't, they yeah, don't know the difference yeah. between right and wrong. Right, right, right. And they might just go out and hurt somebody or hurt a kid or something. Yeah. And he just said, all right, um, I need some, I need to cut budgets and I need yeah. to, I need to save some money. So take all these people and throw them out. Yeah. yeah. Of course, the statistics regarding mentally ill and the in the criminal justice systems followed suit, increasing by 50% within one year. Within one year? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And now we're wondering, like, right, sometimes in America you get some, some lunatic who shoots up a place. Yeah. This is still because of this. Yeah. Because the, that was a, he struck a blow to mental health. Yeah. And, you know, I, I heard many times that we have a gun problem in the U.S. Mm. We have a mental health problem yes. in the U.S. There needs to be more care for these people, you know, and there needs to be more care for people who are shut-ins, people who aren't, aren't getting the attention that they need. Yeah, you know? I agree. But because ignoring it just makes it worse. So because of that, well, financial success in California, he decided to take that program na nationwide when he became uh, president. Uh, and even though Jimmy Carter signed the Mental uh, Health System Act in 1980, Reagan repealed that in 1981. <laughs> He also famously tore down the solar panels from the from the White House. Remember that one? Himself? Jimmy Carter put. Well, probably not. He sat there with a sledgehammer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's an interesting paragraph here that closes this mental health care thing. Uh, so the next time a rabid firearms enthusiast says that improving mental health treatment in the, is the answer to controlling gun violence in the country, tell them that they're probably right. And then remind them how much of a shame it is that their favorite president didn't see it the same way. <laughs> That's right. There you go, gun nuts. He launched the war on drugs. Yeah, he started the war on drugs, which is complete bullshit. He, complete bullshit. He, he doubled the amount of money going for that. <clears throat> and uh, he said that the people who are committing crimes are not desperate people seeking bread for their families. Crime is the way that they've chosen to live. 
Yeah, so through his policies, what he's doing is he's, he's taking fathers away from families. Yep. And now you've got kids that grow up without their dads, that grow up in worse poverty because their mom is a single mom and she's forced to work now because their dad liked to smoke weed. Yeah. That's ridiculous, ridiculous. man. That's ridiculous. First place, Reagan used to smoke weed in the White House. Yeah, yeah. H- him and his wife both smoked weed. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then they took the war on drugs and... and Made it basically a war on the on the on the American family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and especially with black, especially with black. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, black communities, right? Yeah. So a lot of a lot of a lot of the people at that time were were black, and then he, what he did with his war on drugs is he just increased the incarceration rate. Right. Which right. doesn't help anyone. Right. Yeah. We could we could have a whole other show. On oh this, yeah. On, on prisons and and how ridiculous the prison system is in the U.S. Oh definitely. But uh, yeah. the war on drugs has been the biggest failure of any president. So far, yeah, yeah, it's caused worlds and worlds of, of pain and anguish that, that could have been avoided. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, his other huge thing was Star Wars, not the movie, not the good kind, not the good kind. Uh, it, the Star Wars thing was ten years in development until Bush uh, cut so, it. So, just in case we got young youngsters listening, why don't, why don't we just discuss what Star Wars was? Okay, it wasn't the cool movie with no, Yoda. No, no, what it was, it was um, space based weapons. Yes. So when the evil Russians yep. s- decided they were going to launch their evil missiles yep. at America, um, we had lasers, <laughs> lasers yeah. in space that were that were to take out all of the the Russian nukes. Right. Yeah. Right. That was basically it. And then they called it Star Wars. Never understood how it works though, because even if you blow up a, a nuke in space, you still get the fallout. The radiation. Yeah. What's the point? I mean, stupid. Yeah, it's it's stupid, and then also. That just fed into conspiracy theorists, you know, yeah. saying, "Oh, that that's to fight UFOs." Because yeah. another thing, another thing about Reagan and the the crazies love this thing about him. It's like, remember he was going kind of insane already towards the end of his presidency. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then one day they stuck old happy nuts up there, and he started mumbling about like, "What if, what if um, some aliens from another planet attacked Earth, and all of our differences would be gone if if you know if we had this global uh, threat." And oh, he goes, aren't, true, aren't they already here? Yeah. Uh, no, bro, they're not. You know, <laughs> somebody put him down. <laughs> Who gave him a beer? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So all these people had heard that, and then they thought, okay, he just admitted aliens were on Earth. When I told my father, you know, on my next show, I'm gonna talk about uh, the Reagan presidency. My father said, well, Reagan was not a smart man, but he surrounded himself with able men. Well, th- even that is debatable. That's true. Very true. I mean, very, William, debatable. William, very debatable. William Casey, for example, who was the head of CIA, was an asshole. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just look at that guy's picture. He looks like an asshole. <laughs> so, the interesting thing, though, is that people credit Reagan for ending the uh, Cold War. Yeah. And it's true that he he made a, a move towards that, but the person who made a, a really big move was Gorbachev. Yeah. Well, I, I would even argue as much as, did the Cold War really ever end? Not really. Or we just stopped giving a shit? Yeah. Well, Russia, uh, USSR collapsed, basically. Yep. And then after that, we're Americans. We see money. We see dollar signs. We, yeah. we, can, we can make some money over here. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. you know, basically, um, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of crime, organized crime took over in Russia. Sure. And then from that point on, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a free market. Money, yeah. money can be made. Yeah. Yeah. I think just to, to kind of uh, clarify this thing, I think when people say that you know Reagan 
ended the Cold War. That That is a stretch as far as I'm concerned. There was a bunch of factors that contributed to that. First of all, the Soviet Union was already collapsing in the 80s just by itself. Yeah. I mean, economically, the, economically, the, uh, socially, I mean, just the, the entire, you know, yeah. culture. Yeah. Ch Chernobyl happened in 86. That that was, I think, for me, the, the final nail in the coffin, actually, yeah. because people were like, ah, we don't trust the technology here anymore. Yeah. Shit just blows up, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. but uh, there was a meeting, right? So uh, Reagan and I th maybe in Geneva or, or Reykjavik, I can't remember. So Reagan and Gorbachev went there. They, they wanted to sign a treaty to reduce the nuclear, some kind of nuclear missiles, right? Let's, right. let's just eliminate them. Because of his obsession with Star Wars, he said, I'm, I'm not doing that because it's going to look bad for me back in my country. Right. So he could have he basically got rid of a lot of nuclear weapons. Yeah. But he refused to do that because, because of that fantasy. Yeah, he lives in a fantasy world. Yeah. And they were walking out of that... Uh, building right right gorbachev said to him just to the side look i'm ready to go in back right now and sign this treaty please let's do it yeah. reagan said nah it's not gonna be look good for me back yeah. home it's so. not happening gorby yeah yeah what a dick yeah <laughs> yeah so sad missed yeah. opportunity eventually of course it happened but yeah. it could have happened but, but earlier it could have happened earlier and also like there was at one point where he asked Gorbachev to take down the wall yeah. uh, in, in Germany, right? Yep. I think that was going to happen anyways. And he was he's yeah. basically an actor who had a part to play. Yeah. And he got up there and he, and, he, and he played it brilliantly. Gorbachev, take down this wall. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they had all the rah-rah, you know, Merka people. Yeah, all, yeah, yeah. You know, all in an uproar. Oh, he's awesome, he's awesome. Was he? Really? Yeah. I, I think there's a lot, of, a lot of indications, a lot of things that we've pointed out today in, in yeah. today's show. That says he was kind of a cunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was really kind of an evil piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's uh, let's finish off the the show. It's a bit long, but hey, it's the first one of the season, so we are allowing ourselves a bit of leeway. Uh, we're going to talk about political correctness, and um, I'm just going to read two quotes, and then I'm going to ask you what you think about it. Yeah. So the first quote is from George Carlin, and he said, "Political correctness is fascism disguised as manners." Right. Uh, John Cleese, who was, uh, of course, the guy in uh, Monty, Monty Python, Monty Python yeah. he actually quotes someone else. But anyway, if people can't control their own emotions, then they have to start trying to control other people's behavior. When you're around super sensitive people, you cannot relax, be spontaneous, because you have no idea what's going to upset them. That's a good point. Yeah. So what do you think about like when people say, uh, you know, political correctness and... I'm I'm probably the least politically correct yeah. guy in the world. Well, Trump. Yeah. Well, Trump is probably yeah. I I mean I have I have decorum, but I mean yeah. Trump just says ret retarded things. Yeah. Yeah. And retarded meaning you know not thought out, not mentally ill. Yeah. But um, I'm saying like this the latest thing where he said oh you know I I tried to fuck this chick and she was married and that oh yeah you know, I can just go around grabbing girls on their pussy yeah. because I'm famous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You just you just kind of incriminated yourself you know. For a sexual assault, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You just said that on, on camera that you go around grabbing people's <laughs> genitals yeah. and kissing them with, without even asking their permission or yeah. getting any indication that's what they wanted. Consent, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's a sexual assault, bro. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, you can go to jail for that, you know. PC goes a long ways. You know, it, it, of course you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and you don't want to say shit just to be, you know, just to be mean or have it, you know, barbed, you know, just yeah, to yeah, be sure. mean. But then again, 
grow the fuck up. Don't be hurt about everything. Yeah. You know, you know, try to try to, you know, harden the fuck up. Yeah. And, you know, don't t- don't you know, don't don't wear your heart on your sleeve and let let everything hurt you. My generation. Right. So from the kind of early 80s, we were still treated like, you know, you, you basically grow up to become a, a solid adult. Right. Like, you could say anything to me. I don't, I don't give a shit. But after my generation, so like the, in the 90s, mm. especially the millennials, right. I feel that they are so overprotected by their parents. Right. Like anything, like kind of in a bubble, you right. know, don't burst the bubble. Right. Well, they get butthurt about everything, right? Yeah. So, Oh, if you say something that hurts their feelings. Oh, if you if you say, oh, I, I like German shepherds more than I like pugs. Oh, you've just offended like ten people. Yeah. And they're they're crying and they're slitting their wrists and they're cutting themselves. Yeah. You know, but like you said, our generation, you know, if you fell down, you scraped your knee, you got up, yeah. you put a bandaid on it, and you went back outside and played. You didn't. Yeah. yeah you didn't yeah. need therapy because you you know because because <laughs> yeah. you hurt yourself. You yeah. know. So I think. Generate, generationally speaking, I mean, even look at the guys, baby boomers, guys from World War II, even tough, tough, tough people, oh, yeah, hardcore yeah. people. But like some of the some of the people that you see nowadays are just really, really, really soft, and uh, they they get hurt by everything. So I think it's a, it's more of a case of you know you need to just accept what you are. Yeah. And if someone says something off color, you don't you don't have to choose to be around them. Yeah, exactly. If yeah. you don't like Trump. Turn it off, you yeah. know. Yeah. Switch the channel if you don't like what we're saying. You know, change, change the, you know, click on another YouTube link. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but if you, you know, if you, if you're, if you're intelligent and you want to discuss something, then you should be open to hearing ideas that you don't necessarily agree with. Yeah, right. Is PC culture destroying freedom of speech? Nope. PC culture destroying free speech. Well, no, it's not destroying free speech. Uh, we talked about this earlier today. People have a misconception of what free speech is. Yeah. Free speech means basically you cannot be arrested for what you say. Right, right. It doesn't mean you, you don't have consequences for what you say. Yeah. So if, if I called him a bad word and he turned around and just punched me right in the face, you know, that's the consequences for me calling him a bad word. Yeah, correct. It's not, he didn't violate my, my freedom of speech. Correct. Right. Yeah, yeah. So PC is not destroying free speech. You no. can say whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do people want to be around you? Eh, maybe not if you're being a dick. Yeah. Yeah. If you've ever called out racism, sexism, ableism, or any other oppressiveism, you've probably been accused of being too PC. PC is, of course, short for politically correct. Political correctness is avoiding words or behaviors that exclude, marginalize, or insult groups of people who are socially disadvantaged or discriminated against. We don't say cripple anymore, right? I mean, you can. Why wouldn't but, you? I mean, it right. depends. If you get if you get hurt about someone saying the word "cripple," yeah, you got a lot of issues, man. Yeah. Because like, more likely, you got to worry about being in a wheelchair more than you need to worry yeah. about someone saying the word "cripple." Oh, right? yeah, yeah, I agree. Let me ask you this: I think yeah. what about the, like really discriminative stuff, like where they use words to like demean people to take away a person's value? Mm-hmm. Like, you could drop an N bomb on somebody, mm-hmm. or you could say. You know, this person has no no human value. Mm. That was that was the I think the more the beginning of it, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, because like you, you could go around saying saying horrible things that like, oh, I don't like this this group of people because oh, they all have curly hair or something. Sure, you know, sure. something completely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But what you're basically trying to do is take away that, those people's value as a human being. Yeah. Which you know that's when you got to stop yourself and say that's not being PC. That's yeah. not being cool, man. You just 
You're just going over there and shitting on those people because you don't like them and you don't know their culture. Basically, treating people with respect. Now, if you ask me, that doesn't sound like a bad thing. But a recent poll by Fairleigh Dickinson University found that 68% of Americans and 81% of Republicans agreed that a big problem this country has is being politically correct. Even 62% of Democrats polled agreed that being PC was getting out of hand. One thing she said is like, um, being PC is showing respect. Well, respect is, has to be earned, right? Yeah. I, I mean, be nice to people until yeah. they 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 don't need to, you know until you don't need to be nice to them until they've done something. Yeah. That that means that you can be rude to them. Yeah. Like look at Trump. I don't have any respect for that guy right. whatsoever. He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I won't and I'd say it to his face. You know, I won't be PC with him. I'll be yeah. like you big bullheaded freak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean. I don't know, respect has to be earned. So why is being PC used as an insult? And what, if anything, does it have to do with free speech? Here's the thing, it's not just about hurt feelings. It's about calling out oppressive power structures and that's where the misunderstanding comes in. What's perceived as being too sensitive is usually someone speaking out against lazy, offensive language that doesn't usually get challenged. Language is a sound that comes out of your face mm. and it's specific to where you live, down to the city is like if mm. you change from like if you go from Tokyo to Yamagata, yeah. there, there's different there's different dialects. I mean, people speak almost a completely different language. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Right. I know. So if you say the word out of your face, fuck. Yeah. It may be it may be offensive to this this segment of the people or not offensive to this segment of the people. I personally do not believe in magic, so I don't give magical properties to words. It's a sound that comes out of your face. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. One other thing that she's missing missing here is that. Uh, a lot of the people who become PC and become social justice warriors are guys who were probably in their past really dicks. Yeah. And they were probably using those bad words and they were probably making fun of people and they were probably, you know, just saying horrible things. And now they want to try to show everyone how they're not racist and they're not yeah. assholes anymore. So then they start jumping on other people. Oh, hey, my great grandmother was a Native American and blah, 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 blah. Did you know her? No. Yeah. Did you ever go to a tribe meeting? No. Fuck off then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're being too sensitive. If you tell a crappy sexist joke and someone says, hey, that was a crappy sexist joke, that's freedom of speech. And if you post some racist bullshit on Facebook and your boss decides she doesn't want to employ people who spew racist bullshit on Facebook, you still have freedom of speech. And you're free to take that racist bullshit somewhere else. America. Imagine this exact situation. So it's like you, you have, you're a boss and you have an employee. Right. So the employee on his Facebook says, just like here, I'm going to quote, he wrote, Mexicans are rapists. Should you as a boss have access to his Facebook account and whatever he posts there or not? Well, for my, myself personally, I won't let people from work go on my Facebook. I won't let strangers go on my Facebook. Mm. I have to met you and I have to know you to actually have you on my Facebook sure, most sure. likely. Yeah? yeah. There are some cases where that's not true before I didn't really care about that but now I do but um, yeah the boss shouldn't be going on other people's Facebook pages and looking at what they're posting right that's kind of a, a bit of a violation because yeah you have to ask somebody can I be your Facebook friend and then they go sure and then if once you once you ask them to, can I be your Facebook friend you can't bitch about what's on their page mm. they didn't ask you to follow them you asked you asked if you could follow them mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. you have the option of click Delete. Yeah. Unfriend. You or you can to. customize the privacy filter, right? You can customize the privacy filter. I don't want to see this guy's post. 
my uncle posts bullshit about Mormonism. Yeah. What do I do? I turn off those posts because I don't give a fuck about retarded religions like Mormonism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I love my uncle, Yeah. but I, I don't want to see his retarded fucking Mormon crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I turn that off. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you just have to be an adult. In fact, political correctness is expanding free speech. We're adding words to the dictionary every year in an effort to promote more inclusive and respectful speech. Last year alone, the OED added microaggressions, mansplain, and a whole host of gender terms like cisgender, agender, and gender fluid to the dictionary. That seems like giving more speech to more people. Not less. Who really creates those words? Right. It's this, just... this is not the poor person somewhere in, in Latin America who is, you know, struggling to find a job or struggling to find food for him himself or his family. No, these are well-off people who have a lot of free time on their hands and they just sit there. Mm, how can we create a word for this group of people? Yeah. What? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And also, she's using the term, um, the word, she says, now they're in the dictionary. Yeah. There's not a the, the. dictionary. Yeah. There, there's several dictionaries. Yeah. Right? So, but the words she's pointing out here, uh, I understand that these, these words came around because they want to make people feel better. Yeah. But, I mean, in every one of these words that she's pointed out really don't come up in my daily conversations. If they did, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't care, but I mean, I, I, it's just not something I worry about. My problem with PC people is that they basically force you to use those words. These words now are okay, and that those words are bad. Yeah. But who decides this? They do. Some group of people that I've never met in my life, yeah. I will probably never meet them in my life. Why? You understand my point, right? I mean, like, why do they dictate what I should be talking about? That, that is what George Carlin, I think, was, was going for. Yeah, well, people get butt hurt, and they're always looking for, um, always looking for a chance to go, me, 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 look at me, look at yeah. me, focus on me. Yeah. You know? So I guess they choose those words. But, hey, if someone has a, has a vernacular or, or a speech pattern that you don't like, Let's say they, they drop the N-bomb or they mm. use the F-word too much. or Don't be around them. Yeah. Don't follow them on Facebook. Yeah. Talk to someone else. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to be around those people. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I don't I don't try to go up there, over to them and say, hey, you need to follow what I think is right. Yeah. I just go somewhere else. Yeah. Or just ignore that post. Or just ignore that post. Not everything's about you. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it's just a post. A post is a post. I see a generation of young minds effectively, through no fault of their own, being indoctrinated wholesale into clearly, fatally, and strikingly deficient moral, illogic, and ethical unreason. So he's talking about political correctness still. Okay. It's for him, it's, it's kind of a form of brainwashing. Mm, I would agree. That's to what an he extent. claims. Yeah, I would agree to an extent. I saw some ridiculous ones out there. So in, this is examples from the UK. Uh, manhole, you know what a manhole is, right? right? The thing, a hole in the street, right? right. That was that was considered bad. Oh, so what now is it's it? considered like a utility hole or something like oh, that. Okay, because you can't say it's a manhole; it's right. got to be an everybody's hole. Yeah, it's got to be a ginger, a gender fluid hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, my favorite one, even uh, some years ago, in the computer, you have uh, a, a hard disk. You have if you have two hard disks. One of them is considered a master, the other one is considered a slave. slave. Right. That was like, oh my God, this is so bad. We have to re remove those words. 
Well, that, that was basically because one was primarily recording data, yeah. and the other one was backing it up yeah. at the same time, right? Yeah. So, um, this is kind of just going into the realm of ridiculousness, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who's being offended by that? If you're offended by calling a hard disk master and slave, man, you got more issues than I. I think I, so. Yeah, you got yeah. other issues. I watched that George Carlin video yesterday, and he was talking about kids, right? So some some kids are stupid, okay? Like, come I've on, let's them. let's be honest yeah. there. Or they're slow. Yeah. Oh, can't say that anymore. It's bad. Now we have to say minimally exceptional. What? Minimally exceptional. So still exceptional, but just minimally. So if I'm driving in my car and somebody doesn't use their blinker, I go, you minimally exceptional motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> or, I can't say motherfucker. I have to say, you have a horrible relationship that's really not nice with your mom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just ridiculous. Unorthodox, unorthodox relationship. There is no serious thought behind these words. They are not products of careful research, science, or even theory. They do not refer to well-defined concepts grounded in reasoned ideas about the world. They are simply made up by people on the internet, for people on the internet mostly. And that's true, actually. Right, right. And so their number continues to grow and grow and grow. Uh, the problem is this, the act of labeling is an oppositional one. To label is not just to arrange and categorize, it is also to divide and separate. Every label also implies its opposite. That's what you just mentioned, I think. Right. So if you are X, you are automatically not X. Yeah, okay, you, either, either you are or you're not. So it's kind of black and white. There's like, yeah. no gray anymore. That's right. Either you're, either you're bald or you're not bald. <laughs> right, right? Right. There, there's, no, there's no in between. Because like, uh, transparent hair is not yeah. a thing, right? Yeah. So like, uh, you're either a bald person or you're not a bald person. So yeah. if you don't have hair and someone goes, hey, baldy. Yeah. You can be. You can choose. You can't choose what they say, but you can choose how you react sure. to that, right? Yeah, so yeah. I can be like, oh, "Okay, cool, whatever," or maybe they're just joking around. I don't, I don't even acknowledge it, you mm -hmm. know. And or 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 you can just go, "Ah, I'm not bald." Yeah, but, but I have one hair. Clearly, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those people have a zero to tolerance policy and the quota, searching everywhere for infractions of law that no one consented to, or to be governed by. So, of course, people are irritated by it. New leftism contains within it the presumption of moral supremacy, pluralism, and that is the greatest byproduct of liberal democracy, that, that we can have this, this thing. Interesting. And he claims that uh, political correctness is, in fact, a detriment to pluralism. Mm. So, instead of having all those, you know, thousand different branches, we we limit that ourselves and try to make it one thing or yeah just just less categories can right. really group people you know right new leftists will fight tooth and nail for gender-free bathrooms meanwhile two and a half billion people lack basic sanitation uh, he goes on to list some more examples here about medicine access to medicine that's a very good point right those people bitch about oh my god like let's put a you know, let's put a, a gender-neutral sign on the toilet. Mm -hmm. People are dying in the world right now. And yeah, because they don't have clean water. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're caring about, like, a little picture there on, on a sign? I mean, it seems like they're picking the wrong battles. Who cares who's taking a dump next to you? Yeah. It's, it's, there's, there's a wall there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to remember that uh, half of the humanity right now lives on half than two dollars a day. Wow! And we should fo we should have <laughs> again coming back to Tupac yeah. in that song changes. 
he says we should have a war on poverty. Instead, we have a war on drugs, so the police can bother me. Right, that's sad. That's yeah. sad. He's, he's got a good point. By definition, it is concerned with the self's identity, not with the world's possibility. When you're identifying as some buzzwords, by definition, you're not interested in anyone else's problems. You're just interested about yeah, yourself. Which label yeah. For, yeah. for yourself. You're yeah. basically calling attention to yourself. You're saying me, 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 instead of being you know, altruistic and looking out for right. other people, saying, you know, instead of look at me, how can I help you? Right. right, right. The question is, how are we ever going to be able to live and work together more comfortably if there's a whole herd of elephants in the room, if we can't talk about our feelings, fears, aspirations, anxieties, assumptions, hopes, worries, dreams, and concerns, how can we ever build trust with those who are different from us? If we can't talk about differences that puzzle us or things that we're curious about without fear or giving offense, then how can we ever overcome our ignorance about cultures and races or even opposite sex? That's a really good, strong words there, yeah. If we must constantly self-censor any conversation pertaining to race, gender, religion, sexual orientation, or physical ability, then we are doomed to perpetuate the very barriers we say we want to overcome. Yeah. Uh, there was a good thing about the disabled people, right? So yeah. now we don't, we, apparently now, even disabled is bad, bad word, sorry. Mm -hmm. We have to say differently abled. <laughs> that is okay. such bullshit because yeah. First of all, what does it mean, differently abled? Yeah. I'm differently abled from, from Jeremy sitting right next to me. I can do things that he can't do. He can do things that I can't do. We're differently abled. That's right. Well, every human being is differently abled. Sure, yeah. People are born with talents. People are born without talents, yeah. right? So, you, you know, like as you just mentioned, maybe you're gifted in one thing. Maybe I'm gifted in one thing. Yeah, I know I can't fight jujitsu. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. It's, you can learn. Uh, yeah. A bit thin, I think, for that. <laughs> You're essentially imposing a gag order on the whole of American society, and in so doing, you're hindering our progress in getting to know one another and to understand others' different perspectives, viewpoints, feelings, and life experiences. Right. What I've always found out from, from my experience is, uh, you know, you, you see somebody who's unique or interesting or different from you, Go talk to them, because mm. at the end of the day, you're going to have a good story, like, oh, I met this dude, and mm. this dude was so blah, 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 you know? And then you're going to have a good story out of it, right? Mm. You, you know, fill, fill your life with different experiences and just yeah. reach out there and try to try to get to know other people. Yeah, that's a good point. I think in America, people don't travel enough abroad. True. They travel within the country a lot, perhaps, yeah. but not abroad. And so it's kind of funny for me, you know, for example, when right now... Um, the big thing is America is always pointing the finger at Russia and you, you guys are bad with gays. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, how bad were we with gays uh, just a little while ago? It's true. I mean, we treated people really horribly. Yeah. And they, people had to hide what they were, you know, and some places they still have to hide what they are because sure. they're, not, they, they're afraid that there's going to be a, a political backlash or they're afraid that they're going to lose their job or something like that. And people, live and let live, man. Things are changing, and people people yeah. are tired of, of ridiculous laws, yep. and um, they're demanding more evidence, which I love. I love when people demand evidence. Yeah. Oh, marijuana is bad. Why? Yeah. Because it's bad. Why? Because yeah. it's bad. That doesn't work for me no. anymore. You gotta give me. You gotta say it's, it's bad because of this. Hmm. It, it causes this. Okay. Well, if it causes that, then maybe I won't do it. Tobacco. Tobacco. We know causes lung cancer. Yep. But every day I see people smoking tobacco. Yeah. Marijuana makes you want to eat Doritos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, or pizza or, or pizza. something. That's, that's, cookies. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's about the extent of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So I don't understand how, we're, how, how the, you know, people took those laws and just said, okay, I accept these without any evidence to yeah, back them up. Ridiculous, I right? I agree. Yeah. Well, uh, I would love to have you on the next show in November if you're available. Awesome. At the end of November, I hope you are. Uh, because uh, the video I found for the next show is about Japan. Excellent. And it talks about how Japanese view uh, foreigners okay. and immigrants in the country. And they all have, it's, it's a small sample, okay? So it's only like maybe five people interviewed. So we can't like generalize from that. Okay. Generalizations are bad anyway. It's a fallacy. Right. So it's a small sample, but they all have kind of different opinions. Right. And so it's, it would be interesting to And then we all that. we all have our own experiences. Sure. So we can definitely make that an interesting show. Sure. And the reason I had to do this show early is because I'm busy at the end of this month. I'm not even in Japan. Uh, but uh, so next uh, November, we should probably do towards the, the end of the month, I hope. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, people on Facebook, if anyone was, was there, thanks a lot. And uh, we'll see you at the end of November. Take care. Bye.